Welcome to Freedom from Attachment, Living Fulfilled, Happy, and in Love with your host, author, entrepreneur, and behavioral relationship expert, Tracy Crossley. Before we start today's podcast, I wanted to share some comments from some of Tracy's clients that have worked with her in both group coaching situations and one-on-one coaching. And to reach out to Tracy for a discovery session, please email her at happiness at tracycrossley.com. That's happiness at tracycrossley.com. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. My aunt had told me about Tracy's podcast deal with it over a year ago. I've been listening to it ever since. So after my last breakup, I said, that's it, and decided to take the leap of faith and do coaching with Tracy. Tracy helps you break through and question your feelings and emotions and get to the root cause of those. I'm thankful for all that I have realized about myself thanks to her. If you are noticing that you keep attracting the same type of relationships and you just can't figure out why, it's time to figure it out. Tracy will help you get there. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Freedom from Attachment. I have with me today my lovely Labrador retriever who keeps sitting under me and making noises and unplugging things. Uh, that's that's what he does a good job of. So he thought he would uh, make his presence known today. So if you hear snorting in the background or a ruckus, my lab is in the room. Okay. Hey, guess what? We are at episode, I believe, 664 or God knows what, because I don't take care of that. <laughs> and so we are Freedom from Attachment, Living Fulfilled, Happy, and in Love. Title, How Keeping Toxic People Away from You Doesn't Matter. I've been meaning to do this podcast for a while because I always hear this and I see it on a million memes on social media and all sorts of declarations out there as though toxic people are a disease saying, get the negative people or toxic people away from me. So the thing is, of course, the idea of toxic is usually subjective unless the person you are talking about is pathological or committing a crime. And unless they've been declared with that diagnosis you are just speaking from your opinion and perhaps other opinions you've gathered because you've shared something about this person and what they did and you've made them into this bully or persecutor something, okay? So keeping your focus on other people and what you think is wrong with them does not allow you to see yourself. You gotta see yourself, people. And it usually gives you a false idea of how you do appear. So how you do show up is up to you. And sometimes this is why you might feel all you have are toxic people around you. You might be attracting them because you don't realize the things you're doing that are similar. Ew, yuck, right? Nobody likes that one. So what the hell am I talking about? Toxic people are not your problem, but your relation to the, excuse me, relationship to them is for two reasons. The first reason Unless they're an axe murderer or a serial killer, you want to have the wherewithal to be around anybody. You really do. And number two, you may not realize your own toxicity in certain situations. Uh-huh. Yeah. Someone out there may be pointing the finger at you because they assume, you know, like you assume that someone is toxic. They are assuming you are toxic. Oh, that sucks too, right? We don't have control over these things, guys. 
no matter how wonderful you are, you don't have the control over how other people perceive you. So I know these examples of people who you see as toxics versus what actually triggers you. Okay. What I mean is beyond the generalization of how people say, I only want positive people in my life. The perspective of what is toxic, like your best friend sleeps with your boyfriend, hmm, or your girlfriend goes out with her friends and gets wasted and drunk dials you constantly until you come and pick her up, or any behavior that is painful to you because of what you don't like. Now, you don't like, oh, I don't like you acting like that. Don't act like that. That's toxic. Don't do that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, of course, if you have someone who is sleeping with your mate or a third person that you have not invited into your marriage, you may not want to hang out with them. That's understandable. That's different than keep the toxic people away from me. Okay. You may not, again, want to have a relationship or spend time with them, but don't blame it on they're toxic. Just don't do that because you're not doing yourself a favor. And I mean, it doesn't matter if it's doing them a favor because they're never going to know. But it's the point of it means there's pain or inconvenience, but it doesn't mean it's the same as toxicity. Okay. So I'm not telling you to go find a bunch of toxic people and have a party. Okay. <laughs> because toxic again is subjective. So what's toxic to you may not be toxic to someone else. And somebody may not see themselves as toxic. You might be listening and think I'm not toxic. And you may very well be to another person. I can't hammer this home enough because we are all more similar than we are different in this way. And I really think we do ourselves a disservice when we start pointing the finger at different groups and wanting them to change or be different or get the fuck out of our lives. Okay. So I keep coming up with, you know, what you may not actually, or I'm sorry, what may make you not want to be around someone like they punched you in the face. And of course, the question is, what were you doing when that person punched you in the face? Not so you blame yourself, but so you don't victimize yourself unnecessarily. Okay. Because you see, when you label toxic people as a danger to you, then you become the victim and to become the victim means you're powerless in their presence. So it's to ask, am I powerless? When you say an opinion about negative or toxic people, it's a judgment. It does not make you a positive person or better than them. It pretty much puts you on the same level as the person you're pointing a finger at. No one should be in control of your emotional state, but you. So often you have expectations of other people and they don't come through for whatever reason. Half the time you're not interested in the reason you just want justice. You start building a case against the other person or people and lo and behold, they become negative or toxic because someone says, God, they sound toxic. You know, when you explain that story, oh, they are so toxic. Oh my God. I've done this shit myself. Okay. And I'm not above the fray, but there's a difference in me that would declare others toxic and me not checking me out. And one of the differences is basically is my awareness. I have awareness. I'm not saying I'm the queen of awareness, but I have awareness into, okay, Trace, are you going to call someone toxic? Or are you going to really dig deeper into what it is that is triggering you, right? So becoming aware is half the battle, as you guys know, from listening to my podcast, right? But it's amazing how many places we can look and say, oh, that person's toxic. Well, why does this matter? Well, it's important because other people should not, as I said already, be in charge of your emotional state. You should not make choices from reaction unless you are at death's door. You, number two, this is another reason why it matters. You miss out on your own confidence, the confidence that you're okay, no matter who is in your environment. 
It doesn't mean you have to be friends, but it also means you should, again, make no choice because of them. Like I said, as long as they're not pathological and they haven't been diagnosed and whatever, it's all good. So this means you limit yourself when you do, when you react to them and you decide, oh, no, they can't be in my environment. I've heard this so many times and it's like to me, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to be curious about myself and I'm going to be in an environment with somebody who I think, okay, they trigger me. And in the old days, I would have called them toxic. Absolutely. All right. And number three, if you are around someone who's toxic in your eyes, maybe there's something you need to learn, especially if they keep showing back up in your life. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I've got a bunch of tiny examples. Okay. I don't even know how many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I think nine. Wow. These are little. Okay. <laughs> All right. First one, you're at a party and you know, Shauna is coming. She gets wasted and makes a scene every time you judge her harshly. You don't want anything to do with her. You think she's toxic, right? Yep. We've all known that person. Okay. Number two, Marty gossips to you about Aaron. You feel close to Marty when he shares, but you feel, excuse me, but then you feel alienated from Aaron because of what Marty shared. Then you're around Aaron who does not seem toxic after what Marty is saying is toxic about Aaron. And now Aaron is talking about Marty being a toxic friend. You don't know who is really toxic, but you wonder if you want to be around either of them, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number three, you believe the new person you are dating is wanting too much too soon. You label them toxic. Four, you go to dinner with a group of people and you just do not like one of the people there. Something bugs you about them. Then you hear something they did in the past and you then have evidence that they are unlikable. Ooh, they are really toxic. Okay. Number five, I think I'm on. Harold complains about his job constantly. He will not leave it because he's afraid. You consider his complaining toxic. Six, you watch your roommate having a meltdown over the dishes in the sink. Toxic. You look at your parent who says shit that triggers you and you call them toxic. You have someone who avoids you at times and then comes and sleeps with you. You label them toxic. The moody checker at the grocery store, someone in line who you just look at them and think toxic. So many examples I could keep going, but you get the idea, different levels of toxic or judgment, right? All right. So the lesson here and what you can do is start with awareness as always. It doesn't mean you want to hang out with these people 24 seven or perhaps very little, but at the same time, it could put a serious crimp in your life to try avoiding people you have labeled toxic because everybody has moments where, okay, maybe that wasn't my best moment, right? Or maybe they have repetitive ones. Maybe there's something else going on with them. You do not need to become their therapist. It's about being curious about your own reaction to them. Okay. You got to get clear on what is an opportunity for this person to no longer bother you or for anybody to basically bother you when it comes to toxic. It is an opportunity to understand what is triggering, triggering you about them and how you can treat yourself different when you're around them. I'd start with looking at your expectations. Whatever they are, they're a form of judgment, as I've already said. And the thing is, the more you're aware of what's triggering you and how you could treat yourself different when you're around them gives you freedom. A lot of times when we're around people we label toxic, we don't feel freedom, we feel stuck. But when you start to treat yourself differently because you're curious about you and what's going on with you around them, then you have opened a door and it is starting to free you. You are just ditching the shackles. Okay. So 
whatever, again, this is a form of judgment and you want to see how you judge them and why and vice versa. Meeting yourself. What do you do in reaction to toxic? Is it toxic? Are you toxic? Be honest with yourself. We've all had toxic moments and there is my dog barking away. Okay. So we need the barking in the background because what would a day be like if I didn't have my dog barking? So <laughs> I don't know. He's probably barking at a squirrel. He's a Labrador again. So anyways, it's basically asking, it's like me asking if you're a unicorn, who cares unless they're physically harming you, then that is unsafe and you need to have the proper authorities deal with it. Okay. So don't slip into that when you're thinking about this, slip into, you know, how people tend to call people toxic, whether they are or they aren't, they're just doing it because it feels better. That way I don't have to consider you a whole human being. I don't have to consider your feelings. I don't have to consider you at all. I can just write you off. And that isn't a way to live because I'm sure there's people that do that to you too, right? And the bottom line is, you know, that's of course anybody's choice of prerogative, but I don't want how other people act to be in control of me. So ever, I don't want people in control of my choices about what I do. I want to be in control of them. I may not make plans with people who trigger me on a regular basis, okay? I may choose to spend my time in a different way. But I never say, oh, they're toxic or they're negative without looking at myself and wondering why I'm judging them. I make choices that really come from valuing my time. And when I value my time, it matters the kind of connection I want to have wherever I spend it. And if a toxic person is going to be at a party, okay, fine. But maybe I'm not spending time talking to them. Or if I do, I'm totally curious about, ooh, how am I being triggered? How am I feeling here? Am I being honest? Am I being open? Or am I shutting down? Am I being a bitch? What am I doing? Anyways. I don't place myself in a situation where I do not want to spend the time, not because of the person, but what I value instead. So I don't have to label anybody. I don't have to stay away from anybody. I instead get to choose, you know, basically, okay, I want to do this. Or I want to do that. Not because of you, not because of you, but because of what is the quality of time I want to spend. I don't need to section out groups of people and say no to them. Okay. That gives me freedom. All right. And so, of course, if this is hard for you and you feel like you need to separate, you know, basically everybody out who doesn't, I don't want to say live up to your expectations, but who doesn't fulfill whatever it is you are expecting, <laughs> then you should email us happiness at tracycrossley.com because really that is all part of how we don't want to feel our feelings and how we're allowing somebody else to control our emotional state. And those are definitely positions that you don't want to live because you want total freedom. We all do. That's why this is called freedom from attachment. So you can email happiness at tracycrossley.com and we can let you know about our programs. You know, we have the mastery program, which is amazing. And I've had it now for three years. It's just wonderful. And the other thing is, um, you know, when it comes to people around you, it's great to have a community who are basically on the same page. So, and we also have a program coming out November 1st, which is all about food and attachment to it and how it just screws with your weight, your mind and getting the hell out of that mentality. Just imagine it's like similar to mastery in terms of mastery is more about relationships and all of that. And this is about food. And here comes my dog again, who's causing a ruckus today. Today is ruckus day for him.
All right. So besides that, let me give you guys the universal truth. Universal truth is you have a right to it, to keep labeling others and not look at yourself or to make choices based on other people or dig deeper into yourself and trust you will be okay no matter what other people choose to do because they're choosing to do whatever they're choosing to do. And guess what? You get to choose too. All right. So what we talked about today is the idea of toxic people and that you're not one of them or you are one of them or other people are or you're a llama or you're alpaca or whatever it is, you get the point, right? Right. Okay. So <laughs> what's funny is I chose two podcasts with the word toxic in them. Okay. Number 555, what is a toxic relationship? Hmm. Number 570, journey of attachment, breaking the toxic anxious avoidant relationship cycle. Yep. Cause the word toxic is just a fun word to play with when it comes to titles of things. Oh yeah. But you know what? It's a hot button, right? It's like the word victim. It just like, poof, it like lights you up or it makes you react. It makes you do something. I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's not funny. So anyways, you guys, I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions about today's show, reach out to Tracy at info at tracycrossley.com. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave a five-star rating so it can be heard by more people. And to find out more about her programs, workshops, coaching, and her new book entitled Overcoming Insecure Attachment, visit tracycrossley.com.